0: Remote learning has been a challenge for many. Welcome to another Text Nation interview. I'm Fred Fishkin. Joining us is Jennifer Lee, Vice President of Strategy at a company called Photomath. They're focused on helping students. Thanks for joining us, Jennifer.
1: Hi, Fred. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here.
0: Give us some background and an overview of what Photomath is all about. What you do.
1: Yeah, so PhotoMath is um, the number one mobile math learning app. And what we do is we help students and parents often get unstuck and alleviate doubt when they come across problems that they don't understand. So um, it's a mobile app. that you can use, you open it up on your phone or install it and then open it up. And you can take a picture of um, pretty much any math equation from basic arithmetic all the way up to calculus. And what it does is we use computer Vision and machine learning to understand what it is that problem is and what you're trying to learn, and then provide really rigorous step by step explanations to help the student um, or parent get unstuck and um, eventually understand and learn how to approach these types of problems.
0: That sounds really wild. I wish you were there when I was in school. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> we hear I'm, that. I'm a journalist a long... for a reason. So yeah. Tell, tell me how, how this works that you're able to do this. Uh, and and do it quickly. There, there's there's not a human, as you, as you said, on the other side. That would be kind of impossible.
1: Yeah. So um, and and we help students with about oh I think actually over two billion problems a month. So yes, there is not often a human on the other side because that would not be possible at that type of scale. Um, so it what. We do from a, not to get too technical about it, but um, we have an entire machine learning and AI team who really works on what we call optical character recognition or OCR. It's a form of computer vision. And what it they do is when you take a picture or um, when you take a picture of the problem, they have created basically um, a machine learning model that tries to interpret and understand those problems. And we train it on a huge data set to kind of be able to really understand regardless if it's a, picture of a handwritten problem or a picture of a printed problem. And then on the other side, it's once we understand what that problem is and what you're trying to learn, um, we have a team of of software engineers as well as math teachers that try to say, hey, what's the best way to approach and explain this? And how do we codify it into um, an expert solver system? So once we understand it, we then say, hey, what's the most relevant piece of information for you as a user to get you to learning? And then try to service that up.
0: Well, that's what I was going to ask, what your role is in the learning process. I mean, a lot of kids would love it. Hey, I've got the answer. I can zip through my homework and they're really not learning much. So tell me how you strike the balance here that you're helping with the learning process.
1: Yeah. And I think the key here is really to understand it's those step-by-step explanations, right? How do we approach the problem? um, And why are we doing this step? What's important about the step? What's crucial information around this, um, these particular steps. Well, what we actually find is that um, over like pretty much close to 90% of our users actually look at the steps, right? So it's not about just getting the answer for them. It's really about trying to understand, well, how do I get to that answer? Um, and from that, so, so from that perspective, what we try to do is really ensure that it's intuitive and easy to, to, to get at. And for many students, they need to see that not just one time, but maybe five times, maybe ten times, maybe even fifty times, right? And and unfortunately, in the schooling system, or if you're lucky enough to get a tutor, you know, it might not be possible for a human individual to go through example problems with you that many times. However, many times you need to do it as a student to get comfortable to feel like you understand the process and procedure. And that's how we come in and we try to really help the students when it comes to learning. We find that the students who are looking, you know just for a quick answer actually churn off of our app pretty quickly because it doesn't get them to the point of learning. And when the test comes around, you know, they feel that and they recognize that, Um, you know, we try also not to be super like, we want to take this from the perspective of the user, meaning we want to ensure that we help students learn in the best way that works for them and language that works for them in a a time and place that works for them. Um, so, you know, what we find is some students come in and they are checking their homework. They scan, 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 right, right, right. Oh, I got this wrong. Why did I get this one wrong? Now let me dig into the steps and really understand what's going on. And that's a very typical common user case and behavior that we see in the app.
0: You have different versions. You've got a free version and then there is a paid version. So tell us uh, what it costs and what the differences are.
1: Yeah. So for us, it's really important that we, try to provide as much support as possible. And so, and what we would say is like, um, you can always scan it and get a solution or answer for free as well as some sort of steps as well. And then the part that is paid um, Photomath Plus, it is um, 9.99 a month or uh, 59.99 a year. Um, It really incorporates three main aspects. One um, area is textbook solutions. so. Um, more really visually robust um, and uh, heavy kind of textual explanation as to how to approach um, a lot of tricky word problems that you come across um, is paywalled. And um, that's also because that is not fully done by the computer. We also have a huge uh, network um, of math experts who help us create those problems as well. Uh, Second is um, something that we call kind of hints how and why. So when you're going through the steps, why am I doing this step? How do I do this step in extra detail? You know, if, it, if it's a calculus problem and it says, what's, you know, find the left rhyme and sum, and you're like, what's the left rhyme and sum? Like really robust explain like um, hints and glossary definitions around that. So contextually relevant additional information. And then the third thing was what we're actually really excited about are these things called animated tutorials. And these are visual explanations, almost very video-like to explain a problem. So how a teacher or tutor would want it to go onto the whiteboard and write things out. Like if you could imagine a long um, multiplication problem, right, if you, a step-by-step would just say 356 times 24 is, unfortunately I don't know that off the top of my head, but it would just give you the, the answer. What we want to be able to do is to show actually You know, first you need to multiply in the ones place, then you get a tens, you need to show how to carry it. So it's a really kind of visual explanation on how to do it. Um, And it's all, those are all automatically generated. And the animated tutorials, uh, which are are very cool and we're really excited about are also paywall right now.
0: Did you have to overcome uh, resistance in the educational community or parental community? I would imagine a lot of parents really see this as a blessing because they're stumped by the homework too. Yes,
1: absolutely. I mean, your statement is one that we hear from anybody with like anybody, uh, you know, a parent or over the age of 25 is like, Oh, I wish I had this when I was a student. And for many, you know, particularly in this global pandemic, it's been really challenging for parents, right? We find, um, we did a recent poll and survey of uh, parents Um, and kind of how it has gone for them over this past year. And what we found is that 75% of them have had to increase like support to their students in this environment when they're in remote learning. And for many, you know, they learned math a decade ago, maybe even two decades ago, it's taught differently. They're just, who remembers how to take a limit function? Sometimes if you're not doing limit functions on a regular basis. And so many of them have felt unprepared Um, or lack the confidence to be able to provide the support that they really want to for their children. So we've actually seen um, a lot of parental interest in this. Uh, I think number of parent downloads has increased over 3X um, since the global pandemic has started. And it's because they, you know, when you hear the words like new math and common core, you just want a quick resource to help you to also be able to be the support and the potential tutor that your student wants. Um, So on the parental side, we actually see a a big embrasure of the product. And actually, you know, that statement, I wish I had this and I'm glad I have it now so I can help, you know, my teenager with algebra, with his or her algebra homework. Um, On the teacher side, I would say it's actually quite favorable as well. Um, You know, I think what we recognize is what PhotoMath does is provide a lot of support when it comes to trying to teach the procedural knowledge behind math. Right. But math learning is not just about procedural knowledge. It's procedural knowledge and conceptual knowledge and application of it. And so when we look, talk with teachers, and we talk a lot with teachers because we want to be able to support the entire learning experience. Right. Um, What we find is that teachers. like to use us to help supplement on the procedural. How do we ensure that the students get that strong foundation and understanding on how to do those step-by-steps? And then it lets the teacher really focus on conceptual aspects of it, the application in new situations and kind of lets them amplify and focus on the areas in a high touch way rather than just focusing on, you know, just the procedural portion of math learning. So, um, you know, it, it. I think the teachers have also found a lot of struggle on um, how to continue to support their students in this environment, particularly when they're remote, when they might not have class as regularly um, on a Zoom call as they would in a normal school year, that there's also tools out there that can help help support and supplement that additional time.
0: Are there specific grade levels that that you're aimed at, things that you can do and can't do?
1: Yeah, so um, we, Find that we are we start coming in right around sixth grade, and and that's for a couple of reasons. One, um, it, our main method is through the mobile phone, and and sixth grade is actually now when students are getting their home mobile phone. We don't necessarily know that a mobile phone is like the best way to teach a five year old. I would not necessarily, as a five year old myself, I would not advocate that you know that his main means of learning math is through a mobile phone at this point in time. So there's a, an age appropriate level, um, and and we find that not only is this when students are getting their own mobile phones, but this is also when the math starts getting challenging. right? This is pre-algebra. This is when parents start feeling a little less comfortable about their ability to help support their student um, directly. And then we go all the way up into uh, calculus. I believe currently single variable calculus. Um, and so we you know, have a lot of students also in college um, that find either are, need a refresher in math um, or need to get back up to, you know, retake algebra so that because it's part of whatever you know course of study it is that they want, or are studying things like statistics and calculus at the college level.
0: You may have covered this already, but are word problems difficult for you to to deal with, or do you do, you do those at yeah, all? Yeah,
1: so word problems are a really interesting area, and we want to be able to support students regardless of the type of problem that. Um, they have, and uh, from an OCR machine learning perspective, word problems present their own challenge, right? (laughs) Um, In many cases, we cannot through machine learning alone today be able to solve word problems. And this is where we have um, an entire uh, network of several thousand math experts globally who help us when those cases arise. Um, So, for word problems, we're trying to tackle them more and more. Um, Currently, we went after, we are doing that through covering word problems in most popular textbooks. And we, I think, to date now have covered over 290 of the most popular titles within the US um, math textbook space. Uh, And there, we can tend to recognize those problems, but um, we then also have these experts come in and help provide. framing how to set up the problem. And often many of those cases, let's take a, a classic example of, of the word problem we all think of, right? Fred is riding his bike from um, I was, San Francisco, California to San Jose, right? And it's however many miles, he goes one speed for the first half, second speed for the second half. What's the total length of Fred's trip? Ultimately that problem boils down into an equation. And so what we try to do is we try to help have our math experts come in and help frame and set up, explain to the student how to set up that problem. And then our expert algorithmic solution comes in and says, now that you have this formula, here's the steps on how to, you know, you can also then look at the steps on how to do it. So we tend to take a, even still always try to take a hybrid approach so that students get the same quality consistency um, across, regardless of uh, how we end up helping provide those explanations.
0: Sounds terrific. So what's next for the company? What, uh, what's on the horizon?
1: Um, so I mentioned this, we really want to double down and uh, continue really focusing on how can we help students better understand and then work their way towards like, not just uh, comprehension, but mastery of subject, right? And really using um, the data that we have, which I said something like 2 billion plus problems a month being solved through the app. So all sorts of information about what students are studying, how they're studying, when they're studying what subject to really understand what's the best way for them to get towards learning. So many times, even if we, if you scan a problem, we have multiple solutions and multiple ways that you can approach that problem. We'd love to kind of continue working to better understand how, what's most effective for students. You know. Does this student particularly learn better through this explanation for that explanation? Maybe it's individual based. Maybe it's somewhat geographically based because you have different standards and and, um, and curricula approaches in different locations around the world. Um, so that that's part of it. It's also you know, are these visual explanations like animated tutorials really helpful in some cases, but the step-by-steps and other graphical explanations are more helpful in other cases. So really kind of better understanding how we can get the student towards that learning point and using that data to do so. Um, And then finally, uh, I would say that we're also really excited about, you know, when it comes to eventually thinking about what would a full kind of tutoring experience look like and how much of this can be done through scalably, through software and machine learning and AI and how much of it also we just ultimately want to have from a human contact standpoint that's helpful for the, for the student. So, you know, I think we're really excited to continue pushing on helping students learn and providing that supplemental support outside the classroom.
0: For more info, where should people go?
1: <laughs> well, I would first encourage everyone to go to their uh, respective app store. So either you know, your Apple uh, App Store or Google Play Store, and you can just search for Photomath and and download it there. Otherwise, you can also go to photomath.com, and we have a whole bunch of information um, specifically for students, parents, and teachers on on the app as well.
0: Terrific. You're not going to get into any other subjects, I assume, with a name like Photomath. Are you? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean, for us, it is, we, we really want to help, st- I mean, there are a billion students currently globally enrolled in schools between sixth grade through college, who are pretty much mandated by the government to learn math every single year. So we want to make sure we fully support those billion students, plus all, you know, the parents and teachers around them, first and foremost, but our technology actually um, is being structured and set up in a way such that we can eventually expand to other subject areas, you know. Um, other STEM fields, physics, chemistry, or natural extensions. But uh, at the end of the day, we, I think once we feel we really supported students well in this critical foundational subject of math, because it's really the basis for a lot of branching off into these other subjects and helping students feel confident about it, there's no reason why we shouldn't be able to continue to support them on their learning journey overall.
0: Sounds exciting. Once again, it's photomath.com for more Jennifer Lee, thank you so much for taking the time with us.
1: My pleasure, Fred.
0: Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio, and that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers, and that's just what they've done in building the CC SkyWave SSB